0: And we are live. Welcome back
1: to Checkpoint, your number one show, rounding up all the hottest, not modest, gaming news stories of the week. I'm one of your hosts, James Walmer, joined by my amazing co-host and the muse of my creativity, Vincent DeSantis.
0: Wow, welcome. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing? <laughs> What's good, James?
1: Dude, I am almost done with Persona 5. So I think. It's one of those sure. games that, like, once, like, you think you're done, but you're nowhere near from being done. Okay. So, I don't know whether I'm about to go through this whole cycle of, like, okay, I'm almost done. And then it's gonna and be there's like, like, oh, here's another thing! And then there's, like, another five, six. Are
0: things. they gonna red-dead you, or there's, like, you finish a story, and then there's an extra 15 hours to play? Like a 15-hour epilogue?
1: They might. I think they might. <laughs> okay. I really may think they might.
0: It was honestly a good surprise when that happened. I was like, oh, awesome. I'm all yeah. in.
1: Also, I saw a um, I saw a tweet the other day from one of the journalists we follow, mm-hmm. and he was saying that Arthur Morgan is like the best protagonist of the last like ten years, and I was like, mm.
0: I was like, wow. I think he's a really good protagonist. Um, the big flaw in that game is that they want to give you choice for Arthur, where Got it. sometimes I felt like that choice, um, whether that be good or bad things. Arthur's still going to carry on with his story, his life path, and so it felt... Mm. I don't know. He's a great protagonist, though. It's just not... I don't know if he's the best, but he's great. Sure. And sure. I do think about the Red Dead 2 story a lot because I think the Red Dead 2 story is very, very good.
1: Who would be your best? Like, Nathan Drake?
0: No. Nathan Drake's not deep enough. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is tough.
1: This is a very on-the-spot question. I don't mean to really put it Maybe off, Joel. Didn't... Maybe Joel from The Last of Us. Oh. That's, a, that's
0: a complex character.
1: Yeah, very complex character.
0: I was telling people um that they're not gonna like uh seeing pedro pascal pedro pascal plays a good guy in literally everything okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay joel's a bad guy joel's not a good guy, He's a bad guy. so mm-hmm. they're i don't know if people aren't gonna like that very much but
1: i actually saw a tweet about that um it was really from imran khan and really like yeah imran khan was saying like i can't wait to see like pedro or he said it's hard to, for me to imagine pedro pascal being someone to hate
0: right Wait, I didn't even know he was in Kingsman, Pedro, Pedro Pascal. That's what Chad's saying.
1: What? Except Kingsman. I,
0: don't I didn't know.
1: know he was in Kingsman either.
0: Me neither. Oh, well. This is not, the, this is not guy Freeze guy Frame. If you like movies and want to talk more about movies, we do have a podcast called Freeze Frame that goes live every Saturday on Twitch and I think also every Saturday on podcast platforms or it might go live on Sunday on podcast platforms. But that's not what you're here for. Today, you are here for the latest and greatest in gaming news. James, what have you been playing this week before we get into this?
1: Persona Five, baby, Persona Five. That's it. That's all I need.
0: Perfect. And you're almost done.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm like, uh, like I think I'm 120 hours in. Jesus
0: Christ. Um, all I've played this week is I played a little Red Dead Online. I re-downloaded Red Dead. Really? just I know we we're talking about it, and it, um, because yeah. they added like all these different paths. You could become like a bounty hunter and a collector, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have not played online since the game first came out. So I jumped into that and played for like three and a half hours, um, as a bounty hunter. And it was super fun i had a great time and i'm definitely gonna play more of it for sure so also
1: quick thing um after persona 5 yeah the next game i have planned after that is near automata
0: that how long is that game
1: i think it's roughly like 20 30 hours but okay. there's multiple endings so for
0: james there's that's like, like a week and a half with the amount of time he's putting in persona right
1: let's go baby something <laughs> like that come on now
0: come <laughs> let's on now.
1: go come uh. on now let's go
0: but yeah other than that i really haven't been playing any other games okay
1: oh i also redownloaded destiny 2
0: yeah you did and we're about to talk about some destiny 2 stuff in a little bit i cannot wait to get into that holy crap Uh,
1: do you want to talk about our experience with it first before that or do you want to wrap it all into our
0: destiny 2 experience
1: yeah or at least like just recently
0: i say we wait because we have a twitter reaction section i feel like we can be the voices in that as well okay big time But, guys, yesterday, we got a Nintendo Direct, okay? A very...
1: uh, A very okay... (laughs) A very mediocre,
0: okay Nintendo Direct. Mm -hmm. But I was pretty damn excited for it. Like, I had a screen open. I I was in class during this. Yeah, Yeah. Cheesy's putting Zs in the chat. We're just going to go through some of our favorite parts of it. There is no need to recap this entire thing. If you're that interested, please go watch... Your Metopia um, trailer over and over again, okay? Because
1: triangle strategy,
0: which looked beautiful, it's
1: very pretty.
0: Yeah, but it's that's it. It's just XCOM. But that's that's your shit, James. XCOM's your shit.
1: XCOM is my shit. I will say that <laughs> I love XCOM.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, James. What did we get? What was your like? Okay, just you know what? Tell me your favorite part of the of the direct. If there's anything worth mentioning, favorite that's all games, I need to know.
1: Um. Splatoon okay here's the thing the big thing was splatoon at the end even though this was, was well like hold on i'm saying like the biggest thing i think objectively sure. was splatoon even though they said these are all games that are coming out next year or this year and then Splatoon 2022, 2022. and you're like yeah what the fuck? okay mm-hmm. um i i guess it was skyward sword hd that's big um, that's big to me also yeah. the joy cons looked really cool
0: Oh, and the special edition for Monster Hunter of the actual Switch yeah. was awesome. I was I like, really oh my god,
1: considering buying the pro controller.
0: Yeah, with the because it has the like dragon thing on it. It's mm-hmm. So sick. I love super it. Super cool. But I mean, the thing that surprised me about the direct was this um neon white game that looked super fun. It was like first that person. That looked really fun because it reminds me of um Ghost Runner. It looks like you have to go through all these things, kill all these yep. people. If you die, you restart. And there's, like, yep. different cards you got to pick up for, like, different weapons. Like, I was, yeah, like, like every oh, cool.
1: attack is a card that you pick up. Yeah. I assume you can't attack without a card.
0: Right. So, it's, like, not only strategic, but very fast-paced kind of, like, thing like that. So, I was, like, I was very yeah. interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, we also got Star Wars Arena Multiplayer Hunters.
1: Dude, you texted me out of nowhere just HUNTERS in all caps. Yeah, I, I did. was, like, are you talking about, like, Monster Hunter? Or are you talking about, like... What are you saying? And you said, Star Wars. Star
0: Wars Hunters. (laughs) In the moment, James, I was hyped. I was like, this is going to be really cool. Free to play, so the audience base is going to be big. Star Wars, third-person shooter, multiplayer. But then I started thinking to myself, imagine people's connection trying to play this on the Switch. Um, They're going to be playing this at their grandma's house, like on the way to their grandma's house, on their mom's uh, Wi-Fi hotspot. Um, and so think of any sort of competitive player connection here is going to be trash. Also, oh, it's okay. developed by someone that primarily does apps on the app store. So let's think about this microtransactions and like the way this plays is really going to suck. I would also assume that it might have touchscreen controls yeah. or not touch screen controls, but, um, you know what I'm talking about? Like gimmicky controls. Uh, yeah. like there's a word for it that I'm totally missing. Um, okay. anyways, it's going to be gimmicky. It's not going to be as good as I want it to be. So there's that
1: yeah um i thought mario golf super rush looked like so much fun
0: james here's what i want i want i want switch sports It sounds stupid me too but i'm serious i want yes james i just want a bowl i want to feel something again okay it's been so long so they many years to take
1: they just need to take Wii Sports and put it on the Switch. They don't even have to rename it or anything.
0: You're 100% correct. Give me resorts, too, because I've loved dog fighting.
1: The, I just oh. want the swords. Who,
0: who's the guy that you fight at the end of it all the time? Like, <gasps> no the idea. swords, it, you try to push them off the edge and they fall over, and there's always the boss, and it's the bald guy, and you just... You know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> those were the days. Simpler times. Those were, those were the days. But honestly, the only other thing we have here... Skyward Sword and oh,
1: sorry, this is has okay, nothing to do. With okay, the before
0: so. Skyward Sword, yes.
1: Okay, so I was talking about me and my buddies were watching the stream. We were like, "Oh, what's on your wish list?" And so we talked about you know the Metroid Prime Four. We talked sure. about Breath of the Wild Two, all the things that we thought we were gonna get. Maybe Switch Pro, yes. But I said I want them to port or remaster an old GameCube game called GB Robo. Okay. And no one remembers this game. Okay. But it was this game where you play as a little uh, metallic robot, like this big. Okay. And you go around this family's house and you have a plug dangling behind you. Yeah. And so throughout the game, you're continuously expending electricity. So mm-hmm. every now and again, you have to plug yourself in or you die. To recharge? <laughs> yes, to recharge. Okay. A little animation thing. <laughs> and <clears> thing. <throat> and... And... <laughs> Um, it's really interesting because as you're playing the game and going through it, you're like, it's a very like real family and there's some really deep, dark stuff that this family is like. And this going. was on
0: what again? GameCube? GameCube. Hmm. And I didn't
1: know this, but apparently it's super rare.
0: The game? Yes. Do you still have a copy of it? I have it. Let's go. Let's go. You'll have to bring it in show and tell next, next apparently episode. Apparently
1: it's like $200. Keep, keep holding game. it. Yeah. Keep holding it. I don't uh, have the case, but I do have the game.
0: It's all it counts. You can play it. You can play oh. it if you got the the game. Um, before we move on uh, to Zelda, we also have Cheesy in chat, who's a big Ninja Gaiden stand, stand Um, for one through three, is getting an HD, not remastered. It's just HD. You know what I mean? They just, it's not like a remaster or a yep. remake. It's just they're slapping that little HD on there. They brought it from just 360. Put on the pig. They put three. It's like a 360 video game, and then they just zoomed in to 1080, and they're like, yep. "HD baby, here you go, let's go." <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then, okay, Skyward Sword. How did you. F- no. Oh. Sorry. I didn't play it. Did you play it? I've never played Skyward Sword, which is, makes me excited to play it on the Switch. Sure, I'm not going to lie. Even
1: the gameplay that I saw was not compelling.
0: Did you play Twilight Princess?
1: Of course I played Twilight Princess.
0: I hear that Skyward Sword is like Breath of the Wild beta. No. It's like.
1: Oh my God. People are yeah. saying it's the worst Zelda game.
0: No, but the the things that they um, brought into skyward sword were made perfect in breath of the wild but those ideas oh. were there in skyward sword first such mm-hmm. as like stamina bar um different uh uh like not just yeah i guess stamina bar i guess that's about it just kidding. i don't know i don't know all the things but i am excited to play it cuz it's cool i like zelda a lot i just and i have not played all the zelda games okay. literally link to the past is s tier for me and i've played have, the first two
1: we have hope then we have a glimmer a very small slim yeah just that little sliver of hope which is that the anniversary of zelda excuse me is not until either sunday or monday
0: i think what are you gonna get what do you think what do you, you think our boy's gonna pop out here in another video and say I'm sorry, we have no news for Breath of the Wild 2, and you're going to have to wait. But, no. what do you think is going to happen? <clears throat> Tell me.
1: I, this, is, this is not what I think is going to happen. This is simply a Hail Mary mm-hmm. wish that if if it comes true, I will shit my pants and sit in it. Tell me, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm just, oh, God. I'm just prefacing that mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to happen. Okay. I want because Mario got an anniversary collection.
0: Uh huh.
1: That the Legend of Zelda also gets some sort of anniversary. Collection.
0: What would be included in this anniversary collection? In your I, dream.
1: In my dream, I can only think of two, because okay. I only did I only other did I only play previously two Zelda games, other than. So starting off, it would be Wind Waker and in Twilight the anniversary. Princess. Yes, I want
0: to play Twilight Princess again so badly. You have no idea. Did you ever I've, play Wind Waker? I've never played Wind Waker. In Wind my Waker
1: life. is infinitely, I think, in a lot of ways better than Twilight, but Twilight I Princess bet I bet is scary, dude.
0: Because they because they didn't have they weren't trying to go cartoony. They were trying to get no. more realistic with Twilight it Princess. Was scary, and so it's that weird in between of like. These are like, this is scary as hell. Like everything, even, uh-huh.
1: and even it's like, like the, dark too.
0: Yeah, I haven't like played the whole it. Game
1: is just like totally dark.
0: I I saw a buddy streaming it from his Wii U the other day, and I was like, oh my god, I need this on Switch. I need to play this again. Um, yeah. I will say though about Skyward Sword, I think it's very weird that uh, they changed the controls. Obviously on Wii U had the numchuck and the the dealio to like swing the sword. You can do that with the Switch Pro or the Switch Joy-Cons. If you if you're not using the Joy-Cons and you're using the controller, the right um uh stick is how you swing your sword. You don't click like square to swing. Yes. You you swing it with the stick. I'm like
1: yeah, Because it's directionally focused. Right.
0: That's some Zelda ass stuff right there if True. I've ever seen heard it.
1: But um I I sorry, I just looked up more Zelda games mm-hmm. and I think it would have to be for the third one it would probably be ocarina of time well it's it's hard though because ocarina of time and Majora's mask got 3d re-releases on the 3ds
0: yeah and we already have links awakening 3d also or that like remake Remember?
1: yeah but Which i do want to play those eventually. are for 3ds you Sure, know what i mean so yeah. it's like it's in that weird in between it's like oh it's not we're not gapping the original mm-hmm but also, no one really has... I mean, the people who are really into, like, Nintendo games have a 3DS, but, like, the people like me who are mainly, like, home console yeah. sort of people didn't experience it. Yeah. Um, right. Anyway, that's all. Also, I'm hoping the same thing will happen on Metroid's anniversary, which is in August.
0: Right, because I, I know a lot of people are disappointed without any mention of new Mo- Metroid stuff. So,
1: I was one of those people.
0: Yeah. Big rip. Um, Big rip. I hope that... Nintendo learns from this Direct, and we come back with a stronger Next Direct. It doesn't have to be 50 minutes, A James. next what? What'd I say? Erect? I said erect? No, I yes. said Nintendo Direct. Nintendo Direct.
1: He's, I heard, Next Anyway.
0: Did I say Next Erect? Yes. Wow. Some, wow, I'm gonna have to get a clip of that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay, anyways, the next Direct. Um. Anyways... Nintendo Direct gets me erect. That's what Cheesy says in chat. Nice. This one did not get me anywhere near that point. Um. Okay. Big news, James. Do you have anything else to say about the director? Do we just move it on? No, we're moving on. If you're super interested in, in it, just go watch the 50 minutes. You know what I mean. It's one of those. Okay. Yeah. Boom. This is this is big to me. This is big to me. Bungie to expand the world of Destiny and other media avenues. James, Bungie is expanding not only its company size, but what it's doing, what its goals and its IPs. It's expanding everything possible. So here's what we got. Now, the original article we uh, like referenced here is Business Wire, and this is the actual business plan of like what's happening. But I also am quoting from the IGN article, which also quotes from the Business Wire article. So we're doing a little bit of both here just to uh, just to do it. So here we're we double go. Dipping. Bungie has started an expansion mm-hmm. of its studio headquarters with a facility being built to focus partly on creating games that are not Destiny. The news was revealed in a press release from Bungie which revealed the expansion. The land expansion will increase Bungie's HQ fo- footprint from 84,000 square feet to... To more than 208,000 square feet. This is going to be a... Not... What was I... It's like a... A block. This is going to be a city block of Bungie, okay? Yeah. Estimated to be complete by fall 2022, the move is part of Bungie's commitment to the long-term development of Destiny 2. The studio also plans to use the, the, space, the new space to tell new stories in the Destiny universe to create entirely new worlds to be announced IPs, particularly... Bungie plans to bring at least one new IP to the market before 2025. So we're getting a Whoa. new Bungie game to be released before 2025. That's not Destiny. Um
1: interesting. But it takes place in the Destiny universe?
0: Mm, unclear. Unclear. Okay. Um outside of games themselves, there appears to be a focus on new media and multimedia IP expansion based on the talent Bungie is hiring. While expanding the Destiny universe could involve more games, it could also spread beyond this medium into others such as TV, film, and more. Now, James, before I get into some of these Destiny content creator um, like reactions to this news, I want to ask you: Would you even be interested in watching whether it's a live action or animated show set in the Destiny universe?
1: Not only would I be interested in it, but I think a lot of people who want more out of Destiny, yeah, um would also love it as well. I think actually that it would fill a lot of the gaps in the game for the more hardcore RPG people like myself who Mm -hmm. like the, the lore and the nitty gritty, but I also don't want to sift through audio logs and spend an hour listening to audio log after audio log. I can watch a show or a web series, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I can get context for what's going on and I can know about these things that happen as they're so frequently referenced, Mm. you know, I feel like playing destiny can sometimes feel like you're watching a prequel trilogy film Two, right yeah. and then like you're looking and it, um but without the clone wars it's like <laughs> right 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 you're like who the hell is darth pieces. Tyrannus? but then when you watch clone wars and like oh darth Tyrannus is like this huge like deal. thing that you know this huge deal yeah um because here's the I, thing
0: destiny has so much lore like there's so much, so much lore. There's so much they could do with a show. Now, mm-hmm. yes, you're right. The lore is all there, and you can figure out the lore, but that is by reading things. It's not yes. the way I want to experience that lore. Mm-hmm. So I think it could be very interesting to see this, especially if we get that. Okay, so on Twitter, like the last week or two, the guy that plays Zavala, um, I forget his name, um, but the guy so, that plays Zavala, mm-hmm. he's in John Wick. He plays, he's in the Continental, that guy. Um, yes. Uh, he goes on, and he's been recording voices, like, of Zavala, like, videos. Like, people write scripts for him, and he'll read them, like, as Zavala. It's so cool. Um, and I could totally see him be- playing Zavala. Lance Riddick, thank you, writer, in chat. Yep. I could totally see him playing his own character that he voices, because he could be built like him, and, like, yeah. like they could do the... Just paint the, him blue, baby. Yeah, paint him blue, do the, all this stuff. Like, it would be so sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I'd be totally down for that, for that kind of stuff. But... More it importantly, is. I really want Destiny three, um, but here we go, James.
1: Maybe a little like Cade uh, six backstory sort of thing.
0: I'm all in. I would love that.
1: Cade six series, that'd be cool.
0: Yeah, I would love that. Okay, here's a couple reactions coming from some big content creators in the Destiny community. This comes from Dado, which is probably like probably the most popular Destiny content creator. Destiny, yeah. yeah, he says this, and these are just from tweets that I read of theirs. So it's not like they wrote an article or anything uh daddo says i was told half of the studio has moved on to their new ip and that destiny is on a skeleton crew and let me tell you that i am outraged that i was lied to about this so Dado is very unhappy he feels like this expansion is lessening the team that's working on destiny and the rest of the team will be doing other things for bungie okay Mm
1: -hmm.
0: this comes from paul tassie who's another he does a lot of news on twitter too gaming news um he says, HQ size is nearly tripling. Luke, uh, Luke Smith is like the creative director of, uh, or co-creative director with Mark. I don't know Mark's last name. Luke and Mark are staying on to oversee the expansion of Destiny for the highly engaged community, bringing on multimedia people, implying possible projects outside of just games. Let's see that Destiny Netflix show. Hmm. Um, Gonna take credit for personally funding this by spending $45 a season on Ever- Eververse Ornaments. <laughs> That's what he says. That's gonna be me. And then Aztec Cross, who's another awesome... Aztec Cross is hilarious. He says, fellas, Bungie is about a double slash triple their size. We've been concerned about their focus on Destiny, but this confirms they are actually doubling down on Destiny. Being a multi-studio developer will allow them to stagger releases. Destiny has its flaws, but I can see us playing this game until 2030.
1: Okay, here's here's an issue I have with that take. I mean, it, that sounds a little harsh. I don't mean to sure. say that. Yeah, yeah, but. It sounds like, it doesn't sound like they're increasing the team size for Destiny the game.
0: It Well, they're just increasing Bungie.
1: Yeah. Right. So it feels like they're just, they're moving more, they're just moving towards the multimedia route instead of like just focusing on the game. And like Destiny has so many issues right now that need to be addressed. And so 100%. this doesn't give me any peace of mind that things like, the terrible cheating that's been going on in uh, Crucible is going to be fixed anytime soon. The community's been incredibly vocal sure. about people like just blatantly like walking through walls and stuff like that. I, that for I, like years,
0: I do think that part of this. I'm reading on Business Wire right now. Okay, it says Bungie's expansion is to increase the commitment to the long-term development of Destiny 2. Like that's a point that is made on the business plan plus like in addition to tell new stories in the destiny universe and create entirely new worlds to be announced ip so in this business plan when they're talking about the expansion the first thing they mention is the long-term development of destiny 2 before the new ip stuff so i I feel like there's there's hope there is hope and i i do love destiny i've just i'm burnt to the burnt right now i'm burnt to the point where like i don't feel like it's worth it necessarily unless the next expansion goes on sale and i have friends to play with because i really love playing destiny with friends but i don't have like a core fire team that i can always jump into whenever with so sure.
1: hopefully this also means that destiny gets a new uh engine soon Will it? it's an old engine man
0: but james here's the thing it's we see bestie guys- so is so many of these quality, like service uh, games of service games you know what I'm talking about like they're not going to change engines that's going to be a Destiny 3 thing and
1: we're not going to get Destiny 3 we're
0: not going to get it it's just going to keep on evolving Destiny 2
1: yeah I just I think I just hate games as a service really? altogether? Yeah. altogether
0: I think I like them I, I just don't I, have time for them that's the I problem I
1: despise them
0: Dude, if I was thirteen years old again, are you kidding me? This would have been the this is great time to play games. There's so Mm -hmm. many there's so many games of service games that I would have time to play all the time. Mm -hmm. But I I I am definitely here for short stories now. I will play I love that you a twenty hour story in a video game? Very happy. Very happy. Okay. (sighs) Do you have anything else to add on Bungie? Uh no.
1: I'm looking forward to the show. If there is one. Yeah. Or, I mean, that's. Kinda it sounds weird. like there is one. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever they, they're planning, but
0: yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool.
1: want to read this next one too.
0: Sure. Yeah. I'll take this next one. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, you guys backwards compatible games get a frames per second boost feature on the Xbox series X and S this comes from great white and co I've never heard of this website before but they were the only ones that could summarize it well to me. So I was like, this is fine. Since they announced backwards compatibility on the Xbox One, Microsoft has been very proactive in making a majority of their vast library of games available on modern consoles, something they're absolutely destroying um, Sony on, in my opinion. Today, Microsoft has announced a new feature that can take advantage of the console's increased CPU, and CPU GPU, and memory. This new feature is called FPS Boost. FPS Boost can double- or quadruple the original frame rate on select backwards compatible titles. Before you get all excited and start loading up games from your backlog, this is still early on in execution, and only five games are being given this special treatment to start. Starting today, you can play Far Cry 4, New new Super Lucky's Tale, Sniper Elite 4, UFC, and Watch Dogs 2, all dead games, on your Xbox Series (laughs) X and S to see smoother frame rates. Microsoft has also stated that a lot of the upcoming FPS boost games will be available on Xbox Game Pass. So, this is a software thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is, and they're just they're running it game by game basis, which is super weird. Yeah. Enzo says Watch Dogs is dead? No way. I can't tell if he's sarcastic or not, but yes, I would say Watch Dogs 2 is dead. <laughs> Nothing's happening over there. <laughs> but no, this is cool. I, I want Sony to be able to implement something like this too. Sounds like this is a move for Xbox to just seem like they're one step ahead again, where none of these games people are playing regularly, anyways. This is a case, this is super like case specific if you play one of these games. So, yes, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I'm about it.
1: It just isn't super compelling to me. Like, it's nice for people who already own these systems, but if you don't, it's no reason to go out and buy an Xbox Series X or S. Maybe for Xbox Series S,
0: yeah. I can I, totally see it James, for us. Are you going to download Sniper Elite Four for these boosted Not Sniper Elite frame rates?
1: Four, but I mean, what, what else? Once they get bigger titles.
0: Yeah, once they get bigger, bigger titles. Wait, who yeah. knows when that's happening though?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think they just do that so they don't run into an Nvidia Shield situation.
0: You think that's why they're doing this? I don't know. Yes, maybe. I think they. I think they have plenty of. Um like uh um you think they're just
1: carrying the stick on the rope? Yeah. Or not the carrot yeah. on the stick? You think this is yeah. a carrot on a stick? I think it's just, it's there. It's a carrot. This it's there. It's not a carrot. It's a, it's this, a carrot. This is fucking candy corn. No, it's it's who's playing these games, James?
0: Who is this for? No one. That's why
1: it's a candy corn. No one likes candy corn.
0: I like candy corn. <laughs> candy corn's pretty good. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe in a couple months they release a whole batch of games that are I'm like this. But right going. now, right now, I don't get it. I don't understand. Okay, keep going. Uh, everybody's everybody's disagreeing with saying.
1: me. I think it's more the fact we don't have games to play already, so they're like, "Here, games go probably played, but now HD I don't know. Okay. Um. <sighs> yeah. I have nothing yeah. else to say. We're moving on. Moving on. Amazon's new world MMO delayed again. Sites again, again. (laughs) Sites need to include compelling end game features at launch. Um, I wrote in here as a joke, but I'm going to read it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lol, racist colonialism game. Go brrr. Go (laughs) brrr. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, If you if you do not remember uh, this game. Was also under criticism uh, earlier on this year because uh, beta players were yeah. saying that it, a lot of the game is just colonialism and has references to like basically um, overpowering indigenous people and things yeah. like that. It's not, not a not good, a good look. look. Not a good look at all. <laughs> not yeah. a good look at all. Um, so initially pushed for May 2020 to spring 2021. Uh, AGS uh, or Amazon Game Studios is now shooting for <laughs> August 31st. We're just gonna keep going. Amazon August... Game
0: Studios is such a meme now, dude.
1: They're like Stadia. All right, keep going. Yeah, August 31st, 2021. Closed beta will begin on July 20th for players who have pre ordered the game, as if anyone's gonna pre order this garbage. Uh, primary reason they said for the delay was lack of end game content, which seems to be the downfall of all of these open-world MMOs mm-hmm. uh, and MMO-like games. My take that being said, I don't have high hopes for this game or really Amazon
0: Game Studios
1: in general. Then, um, if you don't have a lot to say on this, which, well... Um,
0: There's not much to say, yeah, but...
1: We also forgot to cover the uh, what happened with Stadia in the last few
0: weeks. We did not. We we covered that. We did? Yeah, the, uh, Stadia Game Studios are... are shutting down james we had a really good conversation remember. about that james james we had like a 30 minute discussion <laughs> on that it was really good i'm sorry i'll go well, back and watch it no it's if we if we got a new piece of stadia news this week that we didn't have we don't have them on the dock today but stadia is going is putting 100 games on their uh, service by the that. end of 2021 none of which will be original Who? i don't know who's agreeing to put their games on stadia wouldn't be me wouldn't be no. me no but it's there it is there. So, yeah, if you want it, there it is. Okay, <sighs> right, guys, we, we have a little bit of discussing to do. Uh, yeah, we, just, we do. We want to be real with you guys. Last yeah, week we last week was a little tough uh, for our six days in Fallujah cont- Falluja. Falluja, Falluja. uh, controversy. Okay? James, can you explain your grievances to chat? I don't know chat? what
1: happened. I don't know what happened, Ben. I tried to – okay, here's here's the thing. I tried to write this news up, and I, when I came into it, I was like, fuck this game.
0: Like, I really Last was. week? That was last week.
1: So, like, that was my intent going into it. That I'm going to, like, represent this news. Like, fuck this game. I don't want to play it. And somehow, I'm talking with Vin today, and he's like, remember we all said this game was cool until today? And I was like, what? I don't remember that at all. James,
0: I, You're wrong you're wrong right now what why how <laughs> james you presented this game as if no, it was i know that's not what i'm saying i'm saying i okay, meant okay, okay. to
1: present it in the opposite got it. way but yes. the way that it came out on like when i was reading it i don't know i think i was just trying to give it the benefit of the doubt sure
0: and then you convinced yourself through our dialogue yeah, that it was going to be a good thing i
1: got lost in the sauce
0: you got lost in the sauce. I got lost in the sauce. But last who time, who am I, Vin? Who are you? Who am I? God, douse yourself in water, James. Just kidding. Don't do it. Don't do it. Can you imagine? <laughs> you would. You oh would. Oh my god. Anyways, if we're talking about this, guys, here's the deal, yo. Last week, just just to give you the TLDR, too long didn't read, baby. Because I love saying that. Now after I found <laughs> out what it means, I've gone ten years <laughs> not understanding what that meant. <laughs> Okay, six days in Fallujah, last week, right. we were convincing each other that this is going to be a good thing to play, okay? That this would be a positive thing to play about right. the real-life events of something that may have happened, and we were talking about that more of these types of games <laughs> should be made. <laughs> as, we're, as we've are as we done more research on this- Stupid! And been more- Stupid. We- I would. I'm gonna say that I've changed my mind a little bit, James. You've changed your mind more than I have. So, go ah. ahead and convince me that I'm wrong, please.
1: I'll tell you all about it. In an interview with Polygon on Thursday, developer Highwire Games says the game. Sorry, I, this is, looks like a lot, Vin. I know you're it's saying just, like
0: James. The, James wrote a, an essay on Six Days of Fallujah. He probably could turn this in for a hundred project. There's so much. there's
1: so much. I'm gonna. Just I sum- did summarize. It's 10 pages long. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> okay, give me no, give It's me all it. quotes. It's okay, all quotes. Fine. Go for it. You're okay.
1: Good. In an interview with Polygon on Thursday. Developer Highwire Games says the game will, quote, not grapple with political machin- machinations. Is that how you pronounce that right?
0: Uh, machinations? Yeah. Political, political machina- machinations.
1: That led to the titular okay. conflict. Instead... Oh, context. Sorry, I just go. Gotta... <laughs> we're game never going to get through, through this. <laughs> <laughs> this game's about the Iraq War. Anyway.
0: In specifically... The, the siege Battle of Fallujah. Of... Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. Right. Which is super controversial. Like... Correct. Th- over a thousand civilians died. War crimes were committed. Um,
0: and we mentioned that last time, remember? We, we mentioned war crimes.
1: And so the concern is that they're like totally trying to depoliticize something that is definitely political, or they're trying to propagate it for the purposes of the US military. Right. Um, I'm going to continue. Please. Instead, their first person shooter, this is still in the quote from yep. uh, the developer, Highwire Games. The first person sure will try to engender empathy for American troops in the field for their work destroying the insurgents that dug in throughout Fallujah and for civilians trapped in between. End quote. That is a propaganda ass statement.
0: Read the propaganda ass statement again for me, one more time.
1: Instead, First, so will not grapple with the political machinations that led to the titular conflict. Instead, the first-person shooter will try to engender empathy for American troops in the field, for their work destroying the insurgents that dug throughout Fallujah, and for the civilians trapped Hold in between.
0: Who wrote that?
1: That is the quote from, uh, what is his name? It's somewhere in the article. But uh, that's not
0: the developer of the game. Yes, it is. Okay, then there's there might be a little issue there. there might that be a is issues. the developer of the game. Yeah, there's might be little issues.
1: Um continuing on. I think reasonable people can disagree with that. This is still from the developer, Highway Games. Sure. I think reasonable be reasonable people can disagree with that. For us as a team, it's really about helping players understand the complexity of urban combat. It's about the urban combat. Urban combat. Yeah. Um it's about the experiences that individual is now there because of political decisions and we do want to show how choices that are made by policymakers affect the choice that a Marine needs to make on the battlefield. Just as that Marine cannot second guess the choices by the policymakers, we're not trying to make a game about political commentary about whether or not <laughs> the war itself was a good or bad idea.
0: So, End quote. Right. And this is where the controversy started years ago. I just don't the, the part that I don't understand. Like we could go through all this, right? We can go through all these mm-hmm. all these quotes about why people are upset about it. But this is the second time people have been upset about this game. I don't I don't know what changed from however many years ago where this started know. versus now. Now I, I will know. say I watched the trailer. Did you watch the trailer for? Six I did days watch the trailer. Okay, I, I didn't see anything wrong with the trailer besides um the uh, interviews that they had with um the. The veterans, the I guess, with vets. the yeah. vets, I, I found that to be it, when Which we is talk like pretty
1: much the whole because it doesn't show like anything in the gameplay; it just shows guys going into yeah, yeah it's just cinematic, houses. right? Yeah.
0: So, okay, all right, hear me out. Hear me out here a little bit. Right. When we talked about this last week, we talked about how this game's goal was to come out with an unbiased opinion and You're right. to be to be um. I like more of educational about this about what happens yes. here, in yes. which I would be okay with this. But because this is skewed to make war crimes seem okay, yes. basically, and to emphasize with or not empathize with the people who did those war crimes is making this a lot less yes. um of a draw for me. Maybe yes. no draw at all anymore for me.
1: And I think it makes it more uh bad for lack of a better sure. word. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so like Charlie Hall, the guy wrote this article saying like, this is the same BS we heard from like these other, um, game devs who make war games before, Mm -hmm. uh, compares it to division two, but he said that's different because the game's conflict is wholly fictional. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't get how they're not interested in portraying the alleged atrocities that may have been like, they said they're not. Interested in portraying the alleged atrocities. Right. So what's the point? But if they're not going to show both sides. Yeah. Right. Like, how can you make a game that accurately portrays sure. this conflict without acknowledging what was there? Uh, Peter Tampt, who is the guy who is uh, the representative from Highwire, was also questioned about the use of white phosphorus, which goes against the Geneva Convention. Yep. And so he said um, that he said i have two concerns with including phosphorus as a weapon number one it's that it's not a part of the stories that these guys told us of course they're not anyway uh so i it- don't have an authentic <laughs> he said so i don't have an authentic factual basis on which to tell that sure. even though the u.s military has talked about their shake and bake methods before that's most important going on the article number two is I don't want sensational types of things to distract from the parts of that experience.
0: Which is the opposite. I feel like they're adding this for a new sensation in the game. I don't, I don't get that at all. But I don't either.
1: Yeah. Uh, further quote, make it sound like high-wire, Highwire's intent with the game is to dr- drive curiosity in players for them to do their own research on the war to develop their own opinions. And while this statement seems harmless, if you don't portray the entire truth, Then you're only allowing people to have opinions on the part that are being portrayed to them.
0: Sure. Now, Um, to play devil's advocate, that's with anything. So that's like any type of game where you're only seeing one side of things. Sure.
1: But I'm like, I'm against it. Like, I'm not saying this one specific case. It's bad. Like, yeah. I mean, I was reading more stuff about this too, and they were talking about even how like modern warfare is like does this too, and people have just like kind of been like oh well like okay like it hasn't been i maybe saw one article about it in um in for modern warfare's case sure okay uh going on daniel ahmad but that's also at,
0: that's also fictional um stories
1: it is like it's yes that is fictional stories but in modern warfare's case it's like fictional but also portrays like real things you know what i mean yeah like yeah. it. Sure. anyway uh daniel ahmad uh ben and i follow him on twitter a lot for a very credible gaming journalist he said I couldn't possibly guess why Six Days in Fallujah is being revived at a time, and this is is why, going back to your original question man of Mm -hmm. why is it coming up now, it's, I couldn't possibly guess why Six Days in Fallujah is being revived at a time when U.S. Army recruitment is at an all-time low. And that's where you start to see it. This reboot is from the same people that worked with the FBI and CIA on training systems and is basing... It's game on excusing war crimes. And then he shared a series of screenshots. Uh, same with Destineer, which is Peter Tamps, the uh, CEO of Highwire. Mm-hmm. His old company was developing, this back in like 2005, was developing training simulators for the ICA and FBI titled, quote, judgmental shooting simulator, end quote. <laughs> okay. Um currently developing narr- this and this was the description of those currently developing yeah. narrative driven games for using those simulators as a basis for mass market material right. so the studio wanted to translate Fallujah's grueling combat in the same way the goal of which was to make more effective training systems for uh the ICA and FBI um and which, then which is cool i guess but yeah. i mean if if they're not if even these training systems don't have the full represent like right right totally context totally. of what's going on then you have issues too um and then well, yeah that's
0: what that's as it that doesn't make sense really about about them using this as any sort of right. training method. I, that's like way that's like way out in my opinion you know what i mean that's i agree way out yeah
1: yeah um and so then there's like quotes from other people who are also critic critiquing the game saying Stop the War Peace or Stop the War Coalition Peace Group has actively opposed the game, saying glorifying the Fallujah ma- Fallujah massacre is sick. This is a widely shared view. It is estimated that up to a thousand civilians died in the bar- bombardment and house to house raids carried out by invading troops. Mm-hmm. So many people were killed in Fallujah that the town's football stadium had to be turned into a cemetery to cope with all the dead bodies. Right. Uh, more two more quotes. To make a game out of a war crime and to capitalize on the death and injury of thousands of the sick, and there will never be a time when it is appropriate for people to play at committing atrocities. And like, also you think about it, this is a game that they're profiting off of. Like, hundred percent,
0: it's for a studio made it. They're looking for monetary return on it. They're, it's not, yeah, this is not a freebie for education value or anything.
1: Free market, ladies and gentlemen.
0: It sure is. It sure is.
1: Yeah, uh, that's all I have to say.
0: I I don't really have much else to say about it. You covered you covered a lot. There's a lot of you can go on Twitter and look up Six Days in Fallujah, and there's a and lot of opinions. A lot. There's a lot of opinions from a lot of different people. Um, at the end of the day, if this was an unbiased game and that showed sides of this of this true story that is that had some sort of educational real life value to it, then I would be very interested to play it. Since it seems like this is a very one sided thing that ignores a lot of the real life consequences that this event had i think i'm probably just not gonna play it i'm not gonna support Speak it
1: with your wallets gamers
0: yeah but i think these people get it i i would assume that the developers are finally trying to understand this because it's the second time that this is getting shut down this game's getting canceled for the second time i don't or not canceled, but like cancel cultured, you know what I'm yes. talking about? Like mm-hmm. and I yeah, I hate to, I hate to say that it's bullshit. I hate cancel, it's fucking stupid. But um anyways, yeah. Crazy. So if you want more details, you can just go on Twitter, take a scroll, take a scroll. Take a scroll, take a scroll. Remember, don't doom scroll though, okay? It's yeah, not good you. for your mental health. Take, mm-hmm. Get some self care in there, okay? Mm-hmm. Eat a block of Parmesan. That's what I did today. Light a candle. Light a candle. Take a bath. Have God so bless you. Crudo have some prosciutto okay we're moving on to the next story we got a couple more stories before we wrap this show up baby yep. next up is the call of duty 2021 yeah 2021 call of duty rumor baby it's going to be set in world war ii apparently according to this again rumor, which is stupid and it's Ugh. sledgehammer games again so sledgehammer's last oh. call of duty was world war ii which means they're uh, back they're like let's just roll some assets th- in th- make th- some th- extra bucks. back Run it back. They run said it back. they said we can do this better. Because <laughs> World War Two is trash. They said, no no no! Give us this, give us another run. I promise. Give us Sludge, another one. Sledgehammer Cod's have not been great. I mean, no. they've been great paired with other studios, but by themselves, they have not been able to pull off a successful Call of Duty game. Unless someone will prove was me wrong. Uh, advanced
1: Warfare.
0: Right. I did watch a little article with or an interview with a Troy Baker and how he, how it was working with Kevin Spacey on uh, Advanced Warfare. Very sure. very interesting, fascinating, mm-hmm. if I will. Oh. Anyways, new rumor about the upcoming Call of Duty 2021 game has surfaced, which claims the leaked setting of the new title. The newest Call of Duty title is set to be releasing during Q4 of this year from Activision. No shit. Every Call of Duty launches Q4 of every year.
1: November, baby. Always the October known
0: is. leaker... Uh forget. No, it was November. Yeah. Known leaker Victor Z posted a couple tweets overnight suggesting some details on the setting for the 2021 COD game. In his tweets, he states that 2021 game will be set during World War II era. His tweet included a hammer emoji, probably a reference to Sledgehammer Games, Con as the, the game's game. development studio <laughs> and World War II cover art. Of course, this is just a rumor, and for now, not confirmed by Activision, so it... So take it with a grain of salt. However, the leaker has been known to accurately leak information in the past, including call of duty leaks um, such as the Black Ops Cold War Reveal trailer back in August and um, like a 10 second multiplayer preview amongst other information like random stuff. He's been pretty on 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 it with uh, leaks. so whoever he's got, he's built up some sort of leaking repertoire so hmm. that might be another that might be a pass on the cod and yeah, gentlemen,
1: be a pass for me. might
0: be a pass. I've been really loving Cold War, though. Been having a good time. Wow, okay. especially with league play. Me and Cheese and Chowder right here. We've been going hard on league play. He might be carrying me. I might be ranked way higher than I should be because of him. But yeah, we're I ranked. Miss the
1: days when we would go into uh, into duos on <gasps> Modern Warfare Gunfight. War. Yeah, i went to Dude, gunfight. James, remember some of those nights we had?
0: Gunfight's back, and I miss playing with you. Oh, it's so much fun. Gunfight we is have
1: nights where we'd like. We'd all really night go off. Yeah. we would
0: absolutely incredible we wow. man we bring that we bring the playstation out to the living room get the boys on who didn't even like video games to play with gunfight with us true man james let's just get another apartment okay i'm ready to go back mm-hmm. i let's go mm-hmm. f okay
1: take this next one james you know about this bloomer team hence it could be working on silent hill but there's a catch it's not the only one f the medium developer Bluebird Team, I can't say that name with a straight face, told GI.biz, we've been working for more than a year on another game project, another horror IP, and we're doing this with a very famous gaming publisher. He said, I can't tell you who, I can't tell you what the project is, it's BS. but I'm pretty sure when people realize we're working on it, they will be very excited. <laughs> this caused quite the stir, and there has been comments from Silent Hill composer Akira Yama- Yamaoka that he was also working with Bluebird team on additional work that did not only include work or music for the medium. So, this guy, Silent Hill composer, was making music for the medium, but also other things working through the stu- or from the same studio Bloober team. Yeah. However, there's another player in this game.
0: Who's the other player, you James?
1: See, Video Games Chronicle yes. understands that Konami has already outsourced a Silent Hill project to a prominent Japanese developer with the reveal do this summer either way we're getting a silent hill reveal this year
0: oh, will it be pt baby that's all i want i want just give me oh my god can you imagine they reveal silent hill james and they're like surprise we've remastered pt once again adding new secrets for you to jump into and they Do release they that have the rights probably not probably not at all wait
1: hold on konami konami outsourced the silent hill project to a prominent japanese developer if that's Hideo, it could be Hideo because he's a Japanese developer.
0: We're just reading this article from the other side. We're not reading this from the Konami side. We're reading this from the yes. mystery developer side. Oh, uh-huh. oh, baby. All right. All right. I can get behind
1: uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. Um, so the bluer boss, whose name is Babino.
0: <laughs> Babiano.
1: Babiano. I don't know. I don't know. He suggested that the next games coming from the developer would place more emphasis on action, which I have like some qualms with because the medium, it wasn't like that the action wasn't very good. It was that the horror wasn't very good and the storytelling wasn't very good. So
0: maybe maybe they're playing off their strengths,
1: but no one really, I don't remember anyone (laughs) praising the medium for its action. Okay, sure, sure. Um, I just don't know. Did anybody Uh,
0: play the medium? Chat, if you play the medium, like, write something down. That way, and I'll read it, okay? Because I have no experience with the medium whatsoever. It's brand new.
1: But I hope they don't make Silent Hill into an action game if that's the case.
0: I hope not. Watch the Um, playthrough. Does that count? Sure, cheese. That counts. Yeah,
1: sure. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Um, I really hope we get Hideo Kojima working on Silent Hill again. (sighs) Me
0: too. Me too. We can dream. Would you even play it, man? nah probably not you're probably right (laughs) i'm really interested to see it more than anything to be honest uh dude i hate horror games i'm so scared i get so scared i can't play them bro spooky spooky i get, i get scared for everything all right but i don't know silent hill we'll see we'll see anyways next up Final story on the docket before random fun stuff. We have Valheim gets over 300,000 concurrent players in less than two weeks. This comes from GameSpot. The fantasy survival game Valheim is available in early access on Steam right now. And less than two weeks after it became available, the game is already soaring up the Steam charts. As of right now, it has more than 300,000 concurrent players and is beating out the likes of Rust, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, PUBG, and Grand Theft Auto V, which is crazy that it's still up here however many years after its release. That's crazy. A few days earlier, Valheim has already managed to sell 1 million copies on Steam. That was just after a week, and the game's cooperative focus and excellent user reviews likely contributed to its massive early success of more than 3 32,000 reviews listed on Steam, 96% are positive. Even for most popular games, God damn it, James, there are often a large number of detractors. Nothing said that it can't happen later, but especially for an early access game, the current ratio is extremely impressive. In chat, we have Grim Zebra saying, just got it today, and it's great. Shinobi is playing right now. So, we have some Valheim stands in chat right now. I would love to play some Valheim. I'm going to be completely honest. I just, your boy just got paid, so I think I'm going to buy it tonight. I might do it. We'll see. We'll see. 20 bucks? And if they do the updates and stuff like that? And I know Riders put, put like 20 hours in in the last 24 hours. So, I mean, homeboy is grinding. Whoa. He's grinding. But that's that's it for main news tonight. But guys, it's time. For everybody's favorite section section, section of the show. Mm. Random fun stuff. Run the Let's graphic, it, baby. baby. Just kidding. I still don't have a graphic. I'm going to say it every single week. Every single week. Okay. Here's the name of the game. These random fun stuff are stories without a story. James and I go back and forth reading you a story that is like a, just a headline that you might think is important. You might not, but it's probably worth noting. Let's go for it. James, number one on random fun stuff.
1: Facebook rolls out multi-user support for oculus quest 2
0: epic games free games epic games is free games this week are rage 2 and absolute drift
1: for honor gets shovel knight content
0: super random to me but great uh rainbow six quarantine changes its name to rainbow six parasite for obvious reasons
1: (laughs) 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 metro x's gets a next gen version full of as expected features like 4k textures reduced loading times available this year for free later this year more details on metrothegame.com
0: no man's sky receives a companion update featuring all kinds of new ways to interact with the game's wildlife as well as quality of life improvements more details on no man's sky twitter but basically james you can have a pet dinosaur that's all that matters that's
1: all that matters uh overcooked all you can eat is available on playstation 4 xbox one and pc on march 23rd
0: is this overcooked 2 all you can eat is like a collector edition three Oh my god, there's so many. Forget mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not even called Overcook Three. It's called Overcook All You Can Eat. Yes. Wow. Wow, they're moving up. They
1: just ditched the number and went
0: for the subtitle. God bless them. <laughs> this is like this is like to all the boys always in forever, which we mm-hmm. need to watch. Yes, we do. That would be a really fun Discord movie night. That'd oh a my god. Discord movie night. Alright. Boca Game Creators Game Studio. I just got a notification that Ryder started playing Valheim right now. I love to see it on scene. <laughs> uh Boca Game Studio has released a video with Kiyachiro Toyama, Silent Hill, Great. Gravity Rush creator, talking about his beginning and the first title of his new studio, which will be horror- horror-oriented.
1: horror This could also be the, Jap- the, J- the Japan outsourced studio.
0: Japanese outsourced studio? Yeah. Yes,
1: that's what I meant to say. It's good. Assassin's Creed Valhalla update adds new river raids mode and other improvements uh tons of gameplay smoothing stuff as well as performance stuff you can read more about it on gameforward.com
0: yeah or the website they have a bunch of patch notes so if you're a big valhalla person you're still playing it you should probably read these because there's like some important changes that are pretty sweet um this was big this week we got an avengers war table um and so i guess it was big but nothing really happened in it and it was kind of lame but marvel's avengers will release on ps5 and xbox series x and s in march 2021 alongside the hawks the hawkeye update in which, you guys, we did a live reaction to this that is now up on YouTube. And we had a lot of fun with it. Even though there wasn't a lot of cool stuff announced, we had a great time. So if you want to check that video out, it's up on YouTube.com slash Casual, which is super fun. That's going to wrap up episode 52, you guys. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Um, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, especially those of you who are here on Twitch right now. If you're listening on audio platforms later, we appreciate you so much. If you're on Twitch, stick around for a minute because we'll be chilling out with you guys in the, in the post-show in just a quick minute. Um, also, this is huge. This is big. We've been doing a weekly WandaVision reaction on Strictly Casual, and it has been so, so much fun. Uh, Mr. Hollywood, a writer, um, has been putting in a bunch of work. So tonight, as of recording this, or if you're listening to this on audio platforms, it's already out. We will have our reaction and review of the latest episode of WandaVision out well and you're watching this so head over to youtube check that baby out james always looking like a snack do you have anything to say before we end this episode
1: love you guys you guys are incredible
0: absolutely incredible episode 52 great success baby let's run this outro and i'll see you for the post show in just a minute